Yes, 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 yes. Gerald Peters, welcome to the money flow. So, good times, huh? We got the stock market smashing all-time highs. Let me pull up the chart as we're here. Um, it's it's an interesting market. I mean, some of the stocks that I have that have done the best are electric companies. Um, you may know I closed out my uh, leveraged S&P trade using the UPRO, the ETNs, the three times leveraged fund. Obviously, I was a day early. Um, but you know, I'm a trend trader. I'm not going to catch the tops. I'm not going to catch the bottoms. I, I'm getting a lot better at it. But it doesn't always work that way, and I don't expect it. I put on a trade. I made 10%. It's a leveraged fund. You can obviously give back 10% pretty damn quick. So, took that money, took it off. I'm happy with that. I'm fully long. That's the beautiful thing about this game. Um, more of a beautiful mind, meaning it can kind of drive you crazy. Uh, the more you're involved in the markets, the more you, for lack of a better word, play. Um, sometimes your winners will piss you off more, meaning because you'll see it go up even higher. <laughs> and it, there's something about leaving money on the table that almost drives you more crazy than like just straight up losing money. Um, at least for me, and and I think at a, after a while you just have to g- gain some sort of maturity level. You know, is is that what you know? What are you gonna do? There's only so much you you know you you had a good trade you it keeps going without you you just you just got to let it go i'll catch it again i want it to be a lot lower and i'll get back in but you know so that's the state of the s&p the market's up really high we're we're in the 70 plus rsi zone now if you know anything about this indicator rsi it's an oscillator it looks for prices that you can set the you can set it but I use the standard 14 day setting. And what this means is is it's taken the average price movement of the last 14 days and as long as this movement is fairly orderly, you know, moves up, moves down in a rarely orderly fashion, the RSI doesn't really do much and it'll you'll kind of see it ride, you know, along that 50, it'll stay right there in the 50, 40, 50 range, 60, it'll just kind of plug along as if the stock just creeps up. But now we get some serious momentum behind it, and the price move accelerates, and it moves real fast, much faster than it has, say, in the previous 14 days. The RSI is going to peg. Now, at a certain point, it's just going to peg, meaning price has just gone on too long. Does that mean that it has to go down? No, but it does mean it probably will go down. It does mean it will at least stop, and at least digest the move. All it says is the move has gone too far, too fast. You know that's it. And so I tend to use those areas. If you notice in the newsletter, th- these are often my first target pro- uh, profit target is a 70 RSI. Um, I kind of look at that as a windfall. It's a gift. I bought a stock. It's run up. It's really high. I you know it doesn't mean it's done, but that's an opportunity if a person wanted to to get some money to buy another stock is to use profits from a stock they've already bought. Now you don't have to. Money flow is flexible. There's a lot of ways to use this strategy. Um, just because I get a sell signal doesn't mean I have to sell. Maybe I don't have enough shares. Maybe I only have 20 shares, and I don't want to sell right now. Cool. Write it down. 
So if you get a sell signal, that's your alert. Man, I need to get some money. Get some money into my account. Now you have time. If you notice, I believe in this idea that the market moves in four stages. Right now, uh, we're the S&P's in a stage two. Often when the RSI gets into these 70 ranges or over extreme or extreme price is the beginning of a stage three. Now the complicated part about the stages or not complicated, but the part that's tricky is a stage one and a stage three basically look the same. So if you look in the newsletter, I think it's on page three, the uh, uh, stage one and stage three are basically the same stage. And from stage three, it doesn't have to go down. Sometimes people misunderstand that picture. Well, it didn't go down, it went up. Yeah, that meant that stage three turned into a stage one and price broke out and now it's going up into another stage two. And you can have this stair step effect. Instead of looking like a horseshoe, it starts to look like stairs. Go sideways, breaks out, go sideways, breaks out, go sideways, breaks out. And you're gonna see that in you know, runaway trends. And so don't misinterpret the stages. Don't misinterpret the indicators like RSI. These are just tools. They give us points, they give us reference, they give us perspective over what is a short period of time. And so we respect the RSI. And so if I'm looking to take profits, that's a good spot. Um, you know, also I respect support and resistance, meaning previous highs and lows. And I believe that price has memory. It's very easy for a stock to go back to where it was or to drop to where it was. And so I look for previous highs and previous lows. And so if a stock goes into a stage four decline, where do I think it's going to go? It's the same down is up. I look to the RSI and when the RSI gets to an extreme below a negative 30, to me, that's not a bad spot to add some shares. You might say, well, what if it goes lower? Okay, it goes lower. Like we have to be adults about this. We have to realize that no one has a perfect picking machine. You're not going to get the bottoms. Yeah, maybe it goes lower. Cool. We can get some more shares. We're playing this game for life. And so if it goes down another dollar, this doesn't affect you paying the electric bill, <laughs> right? You're patient, patient. And you wait and you let price come in. And what we're trying to do with the indicators and the stages and is, is create chaos, order out of chaos trying to create order out of chaos. So if a person who's brand new looks at a chart, they see chaos, lines up, down, all this stuff. And they, especially if they watch me and they see me drawing support and resistance and highs and lows, and what happens? I don't understand all this. I know it's chaos. And we're trying to bring order to chaos. We're trying to bring structure. And structure doesn't mean we're always right and we're always wrong. And the beautiful thing about this game is you don't have to be. I had a position in CSX, the train, I still have it. I've had it now for five, six years. And when I first started buying this stock, it literally did the stair step down. So it had fallen really far, extreme RSI. I, I, I wanted to get in on the train game. It was the lowest price one. I started buying shares. It goes sideways. I'm waiting for the breakout. It breaks down. I hold my shares. I hold my shares. Now to some traders, You're gonna cringe right there. You're gonna hold your shares? Yes, I'm gonna hold my shares. Why? Going for a bigger payday. See, I'm talking about a different kind of trade. See, a lot of people see trading in the here and now. Like, I gotta make money today or tomorrow. No, 
pillar number 10, or no, pillar number, if you ever go to my Instagram and click on my link tree link, I have a bunch of free content there, link to my YouTube, link to my eBooks and various things. One of them near the bottom, it's the least clicked on, <laughs> is a thing called the 10 pillars of success. I used to teach these back in my network marketing days to people that were in my organization. Pillar number one, how you think is everything. It's everything, literally everything. Pillar number 10 is take full responsibility for everything. So, but one of the pillars, I think is pillar number seven is seeing the big picture. I Meaning I'm going for a bigger payday here. I wasn't trying to get $2, $3. I felt this stock was way undervalued and could easily be a 70 or $80 stock. So what does that mean? Now I got to put it into the money flow. And so I want to use the stages for accumulation. I want to make order. I want to make sense of the downtrend. And so as it would move down and get into an extreme level, I would accumulate some shares. If it would go to break out, I would accumulate some shares. And then it would fall and break down. I didn't sell. I'd let it fall back down into an extreme and I would accumulate some shares. And people say, yeah, but you're going underwater. I know. I'm playing a bigger game than you were playing. See, I'm trying to turn a couple thousand into 20,000. And that's going to take time. But here's the thing. I'm not just doing it in one stock. This game is being played out in 40 or 50 different positions, but it's a big picture game. And so if I take a hit, stock falls 10, 20%, you would be shocked by some of the DMs that I get and the responses and the way people act. You think someone would come over, you know, French kiss their mother. I mean, they're insulted. They, they can't get their mind around it. Why? Because they have such a limited view. They're seeing right now. They're seeing today. They're not seeing in two years, this stock is up 300%. And then if they would have stayed with it and accumulated and accumulated and you say, yeah, but if you'd have just got out, then you could have bought it lower and then you could have got out and you bought it lower. Let me tell you something about that game. Nobody ever does that. You don't because you put the money to something else and you don't stay with it and you don't build the position and the position never gets big because you keep looking for the thing that's going up immediately. So you don't stay with it. And so what's allowed me to multiply and grow my portfolio and create this. I mean, I collect almost $3,000 a month in dividends. Why? Because I've stayed with these stocks. Some of these stocks I've owned 15 years and I wrote them down. And in the bottom of the stage fours, I would accumulate a share, buy one share, two shares, 10 shares, whatever I could do. If I had $500 that month, I may want to distribute it among three different ones. And now with the advent of commission-free investing, you could literally buy one share of McDonald's, one share of AT&T, one share of Pfizer. Next month, you get paid, you put some money in, and you look across your portfolio, which one is in a stage four decline, which one is on an extreme price, and put some money in. And you continue to do this process over and over and over, not selling on the rallies, but accumulating and building a portfolio. But see, that's not a trader in the traditional sense. It's not a trader in the traditional sense. But to me, it's a trader. At the end of the day, we're all traders. You're going to die and your shares are going to trade hands. <laughs> Some point or another, your shares will trade. You're just either in control of them or someone else's. And so... Keep this in mind as you go about your day and you own a stock like a Roku, which is a trade for me, gets blasted. It's down 
here's what I do. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> I did. I literally opened my phone. I anticipated this thing getting blasted, so I don't have huge positions in these momentum stocks. Now this is a different kind of play. This is a dividend. This is not a dividend stock. It gets blasted. So what do I do? Okay, three day rule. Stock drops more than ten percent. We got to wait three days. I wait three days. I'm gonna reevaluate. What am I gonna do? I check the RSI. What stage are we in? We're obviously in the stage four decline. Where is support and resistance? Because where I'd like to buy, the ultimate place to buy is to catch the stock stopping right at a previous level of support on an extreme RSI. Cool. I'm gonna buy a couple shares. I'm playing a game for life. Doesn't have to be right right now. Doesn't even have to be right this year. It doesn't have to be right in the next two years. Just just like I did with CSX, by staying with the stock, by accumulating on lows, by understanding what the company does, believing in what they do, believing in the product they produce, not going all in on the one thing, just over time accumulating, accumulating, accumulating at the right places, the right zones, at these lows, when the market finally realized what I thought. When the tide turned and they got their business straight, these are smart people that run these companies. When they got everything right and their time in the sun came, when every you know every they all get their time. When CSX 15 minutes of fame came, I had a bunch of shares and I watched my thing go up 300 percent or 200 and something percent, 200 percent. So then divide that by the four years. <laughs> so while yeah I was underwater for a couple years, guess what? I collected dividends, and guess what? I got free shares, and guess where those free shares went to? They went up 200%. And so, by being patient and sticking with the money flow, and by following the buying strategy and accumulating, not selling, I didn't sell the rips. I just held them, and I accumulated on the downs. I turned, you know, a few thousand into like 11,000. That's just one play, one position, you know. And so, keep, keep. The big picture in mind. Keep the perspective in mind. The goal is to get a portfolio of 20, maybe 30 stocks. You know,、uh, for me that's not enough. It could be enough for you.、Um, you know, because I'm playing sectors, and so when I see the oil sector get banged up, I may not come back to Conoco like I did last time. Because this time Chevron may be the worst in the sector, and I go read, and for whatever reason, investors are just selling Chevron more than they're selling Exxon or Conoco for whatever reason, and I decide that's the one I'm going to buy in this sell-off. They're both in the same sector, both basically do the same thing. See what I'm saying? And that's how I ended up with instead of 20 or 30 stocks, like 40 or more, because as I've matured in this game of the money flow. I began more sector awareness than just individual company awareness. Meaning, understanding the fact that sectors come in and out of favor, and within those sectors, there's more than one good company. Like you can own Coke and Pepsi, but here's the thing: buy them when they're on extremes. May not be the same time. See what I'm saying? And so you begin to accumulate this portfolio. This takes time. You're going to grow into this. This takes maturity. This takes staying on top of it. This is about you and your wealth. And you and your family.